Welcome to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I'm your host, Derek L. Calhoun. KIP, for short, brings you an exclusive look at the nature of humanity as we interface with culture and society in and out of our relationship with God. It explores the unique and contrasting position of having a biblical worldview versus a secular or societal worldview. I will explore these topics using the powerful and dynamic tools of the didactic narrative, teaching a relevant truth through storytelling, biblical exposition, teaching Bible principles, and of course, real talk. My background scans a diversity of over 35 years of work in education, government, law, ministry, business development, and consulting, respectively. Each guest speaker will bring a variety of wisdom and insight to life topics and situations that we encounter on a daily basis. So all I need you to do now as listeners is to sit back and enjoy the podcast, spread the word about KIPP, the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I will be your host, Derek L. Calhoun. That's hashtag KIP, hashtag KIP. Help me to make KIP your favorite Friday podcast. Now, let's get started. It is hard to believe that it is the first Friday in November. It seems like yesterday that we all just came together and started pulling together a team uh, last year. Uh, this time to start thinking about producing this podcast and now it's almost a year later I guess we started we did we started about the second or third week third week in January and here we are first week in November and uh 40 some my podcast later and we're still going strong and I want to thank you all and the listening audience the kingdom influencing nation for continuing to support and patronize um this podcast there are millions of podcasts around the world that you could be listening to but i take thank god that you've taken the time to listen to this one again if you see any of my advertisements uh, please share them repost them um repost the uh links um get this out to your friends all over the world um we thank god for the people who are in other countries listening and uh we appreciate you making sure that they get those opportunities, okay? So listen, last week we were talking about uh, being in pursuit of God, and I want to continue with that. That was part one, and um, really, 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 I have a passion for making sure that you don't give up, that you guys don't quit. As a matter of fact, I'm preparing a, a, a series called Don't Quit, part one and two, Um but mainly that you have the tools and the resources to navigate all of the different things that are going on in your personal lives. There's so many things that affect us. Uh, we got the COVID and pandemic. Um, we have the vaccinations, whether you should take them or whether you shouldn't take them. And uh, many have uh, found uh, uh, enemies that were once friends simply because of the vaccination. And I hope that you can see past the vaccination and see the relationship that you all have shared for many, many years and and let your relationship stand, agree to disagree if that's where you are. Um, but I pray that 
you will overcome the challenges that we as human beings, and, and there's no way to be in the earth and not to have challenges, and challenges in our marriage, challenges on our job, uh, challenges with an education, um, wherever you are, there are going to be challenges. Whatever you're doing, there are going to be challenges. Nothing is a cakewalk. Nothing is easy. There's always something that we have to overcome or something that we have to go through. I heard a, a pastor say this one day, we're either uh, going in a storm we're in a storm or we're coming out of a storm, but we remain in those three postures as we live in the earth. And sometimes the period in between storms is a couple of months and sometimes it's a few weeks, but the bottom line is we're always going through something. And um, the reason I, I'm sharing that emphatically and specifically is because a lot of times we have a default reaction, a default reaction. So today I want to talk about being in pursuit of God and the default reaction. It, it, it's simply this. When we run into obstacles, it's easy to run back to sin. It's easier to look at the obstacle and retreat than it is to look at the obstacle and figure out how I'm going to get around it and what I'm going to do to get over it. And we suggest that you pray. I suggest that you pray. Um, the fervent and effectual prayer of the righteous avail of much. I really believe that and I stand on that. Uh, but the reason I'm saying that is because you get an opportunity to tap into the creator of the universe. And when you pray, again, there's a posture, a prayer posture forgiveness of sins. So we repent, we ask God to forgive us of our sins, and then we begin to talk to God, begin to talk to God. So you have to settle your spirit and, and realize who you're talking with and who you're talking to, and not that you don't tell him the truth because he knows how you feel, but make sure that your posture is right, that we know we're coming before the God of the universe, and since we are coming, let's make sure my heart is right, my mind is right, that I'm, uh, I'm praying. And sometimes you're so distraught that you can't pray. Sometimes you open your mouth and all you hear is a scream. But God knows and interprets the thoughts and intents of your heart. So um, we don't, just don't want to have a default reaction of, of sin. What is a default reaction? Let's talk about something. I'll talk about it a little later. But we have default reactions. Uh, we drink we, excessively. We smoke. Um, we shop. Um, uh, uh, sexual immorality. We we just do whatever we can to, if you will, escape. And I did it a uh, series on escapism. You can go back and look at that uh, earlier in the year. But we do what we can to escape our current reality. But the bottom line is, after we've escaped our current reality, we're right back to the place where we were. So if we want something different, we need to get. We need to do something different. And so. Let's talk about uh, Paul's reaction because we talked about Paul last week. We're going to keep talking about Paul for the next couple of weeks because, like I said, he was one of the, the greatest evangelists and, and the largest contributing writer to the New Testament, so he must know something. And all of the things that he's gone through in his lifetime uh, give him credence to be able to speak into our lives. And so 
I want to use him, if you will, today as an expert witness. So then this is what he says in Galatians 5, 26. Instead of going back to our sinful nature, he says this. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Now, the Holy Spirit sounds like a very soft term for uh, a very light disposition um, uh, aspect of God, but the Holy Spirit is really very powerful. The book of Acts in chapter 1 describes him as tongues of fire, and we know the Holy Spirit is also very intelligent because when those tongues of fire appeared, or what looked like tongues of fire, uh, the men and the women who were there were able to speak in other tongues. And I'm not talking about uh, glossolalia. I'm talking about the ability to speak in the native tongues of indigenous people whose homes were in various locations around the Mediterranean of that day. And so I say to you that the Holy Spirit is also an intelligent being. And so there's so many things that he helps us do from discernment to speaking in tongues, from interpretation of tongues uh, to uh, prophecy, uh, interpretation of prophecy. There are just so many different things. He helps us love and helps us share and give so many different things that he does. He's a many faceted uh, God. Uh, and, and we know that God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, but he, he is uh, the trifecta of the trinity he brings it all together uh the holy the god uh, he draws us all to himself and uh, jesus uh, saves us when we are drawn and then uh, the holy spirit seals us it's, it seals us like a navy battle carrier uh, that you when it gets hit by a missile they seal the the the, the areas where the uh, water is penetrating and they say as long as those are the only areas that get hit, that that uh, Navy carrier could stay afloat for 15 years because of the, the tight seal around uh, the hulls that uh, would be access points for the water where the hull was damaged. So let me say this to you. Let me, let me say this to you. When the Holy Spirit seals into the day of redemption, and he lives within us, we ought to tap into his power. We ought to tap into his power. So I'm going to read Galatians 5 and kind of let it speak for itself for a minute. Um, so I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. I want to uh, give us a, a, a quick example after I read some more. Verse 17, Galatians 5. The sinful nature wants to do evil which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two are forces fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you're not able to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the spirit, you are not under the obligation to the law of Moses. And you know, the spirit of Jesus, the blood of Jesus Christ has set us free from the law of sin and death. And so we're not under the law of Moses. We're under the, the dispensation of what we call grace. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Uh, you'll fall to sexual immorality, impurity, 
lust, uh, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living this sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. And of course, that's our ultimate goal, to go to heaven. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. This is what we want to work on, okay? The Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. So those who belong to Christ Jesus, who have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. Let me read that again. Those who belong to Christ have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. All right, so, so let me give you an example very quickly. Let me give you an example. If you take um, dirty water, let's say the water is, is and we're not even going to call it dirty. We're just going to say it's colored, and we're going to color it red. We'll take a quart pitcher. But if we take a quart pitcher where the water is, is discolored and it is a red discoloration, imagine what happens if you continue to pour a gallon of water that has no coloration. What's going to happen is eventually the water that is discolored will be displaced by the emerging uh, water that is coming from the pure water out of the gallon and the water that is in the quart that is discolored will eventually be taken over by the water that is purely clear. That's purposely right. So here's how we do this because this is not an overnight thing and many Christians believe that you get saved and now everything's perfect. No, everything's not perfect. There are some things that you still have to battle through. There are still some sins that you still have to fight through. There are moments of crisis in your lives that you have to cry through. No, there, there's no perfection in us as human beings because we give our lives to Christ. But what there is, is the protection and the covering and the mercy and the grace and the power of God within us. As we live for God, and how do we live for God without reading his word? We have to study to show ourselves approved, workmen that needeth not be ashamed, workers, we're workers, workers together, one with another, reading the Bible, sharing the Bible with the people that we uh, work with on a, on a daily basis, and growing in the things of God. We may not start out on the same page, but we can end on the same page if we live according to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's the essence of it. We want to be in a place where God, the pure water, is poured into our discolored water and is poured so much so that the pure water overtakes the discolored water 
And so once our sins were uh, red, uh, now they're white. We become white as snow. Red as crimson to white as snow. It can happen if we attend our church services, we pray, we study, uh, we ask the Holy Spirit for help. Holy Spirit, help me to fight the enemy within me. Help me not to default to the things that I used to do uh, before I got saved. And we pray this prayer and we continue to fight this fight until God gives us deliverance. You have been listening to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I'm your host, Derek L. Calhoun. Thank you for listening and tuning in. Again, share this with your friends, neighbors, and colleagues, and cohorts. And I want to wish you a supernaturally blessed uh, weekend and week. And we'll talk with you again next week. God bless.